the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The following program is sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. This is Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. Each week, Wendy brings resources and information to help guide you through those next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. Now, here's Wendy Jones with this week's guest. Good morning and welcome to Next Steps for Seniors. I'm your host, Wendy Jones. And also, as you all know owner and operator of Next Steps for Seniors, the business, and we are celebrating 10 years. Can you believe it, listeners? 10 years in business, eight years on the radio, and five years with the nonprofit. So we have a lot to be grateful for uh, this weekend. And I just want to let you all know that the foundation is having an amazing gala, and it's an opportunity for you to give back. And I would love if, listeners, you would consider it, it is on October 18th. It is at the Packard Proving Grounds, uh, and it'll be a nice uh, cocktail reception, upscale, strolling dinner, open bar, and just an amazing evening. There's going to be docent guided tours of the beautiful Packard vehicles. There's going to be a live jazz band. So we're talking a night to remember. And guess what? All the proceeds go to... Yes, Next Steps for Seniors Foundation for our low-income seniors. So consider it, please. Of course, it's not free. It's $200 a ticket. But again, money well spent. So call the office if you have questions or if you want to purchase a ticket. We would love to see you there. Or if you want to just make a donation to our foundation, we are in desperate need of funds to help more seniors. Next Steps, number four, seniorsfoundation.org. And now... Our program. We are here today with Pastor Timothy Helland. That was my little spiel before we started. And (laughs) And congratulations on 10 years, 8 years, and 5 years. Yes, moving right along. Everything's becoming uh, so real. 10 years goes like a blink of an eye. So Pastor Tim is with us today uh, because each and every month, the first of the month this year, we wanted to do Love Overall, a special program for our listeners because in times of turmoil, in times of you know chaotic 
craziness in life through the pandemic and all the other things we've experienced, we need love. Mm. And the Bible is a great example of that love. And it was given to us as a guidebook thousands of years ago. So why not go back to that? Why not get back to the basics and really think about how, how we survive in this world today mm-hmm. and using our guidebook of the Bible, I think is the best way. So pastor Tim love overall has been a topic each and every month. And we're moving into, we're still in Romans 12, which yeah. I know we were in last month, but I'm going to turn it over to you because yeah. you've got well, a lot to learn. You know, as we, as we consider all that's happening in the world and, and, you know, the last, you know, now we're going into saying the last three years have just been crazy. Are we? Okay. <laughs> Gosh. 20, 21, 22, Time going flies. into 23. And when we, as we navigate these waters of cultural differences, whether it's, whether it's political or religious or sexual or you name it, you just pick, pick a spectrum and you, you find the people on the sides. Um, we have a great guide. We have a great um, set of instructions. And, and we've been looking at Romans 12 because it, it talks about love. And when you get to verse 17, he says, do not repay anyone evil for evil. That in and of itself is tough. The second part of that verse, which is where we're going to start to help define why he says the first part, he says, be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. And I, and I see that so often we get caught up in responding or being reactive to people that are doing things who aren't thinking about what they're doing. And it starts this cycle of people making decisions, saying things and doing things that they haven't thought about. And that's what happens in, in really hot arguments and, you know, what was said in the heat of the moment. And, and people say, just ignore that I was angry. Well, it already came out. Of I, your lo- mouth. I love I love the, the proverb that says a, a stone cast cannot be called back. You know, this it's not a biblical proverb. That's just a general proverb. And then it's true. Once you say something, it's out there. And so when you if, you, if we say something that's harsh or cutting or cruel or mean or whatever, um, People can't just forget that. And, and then it, it gets even worse if we're doing things. So as, as as Paul is, you know, he's he's reading the culture very accurately. And he's looking at the church in the culture. And he's seeing that the church is starting to become reactive and responding without thinking. And we're saying things, you know, we can't back up necessarily. Or... or we don't mean or aren't true. And so I believe that we have to learn, and this is, this is a statement that I, I read a, a few months ago, to be morally beautiful and honorable. And I like connecting the words morally to beautiful and honorable because we, don't, we wouldn't normally do that. But as we're looking at People in, in, in our world, and I will say here in particular, as we're looking at people that we don't agree with, who, who are looking at life differently than us and saying things that we don't agree with, as we're proactively 
setting ourselves up to have interactions with them, and we're going to bump into them every day, be thinking, what, what can I say and how can I respond that is not just moral, it starts there, mm-hmm. but morally beautiful and honorable. And, and he says here, in the sight of all, the, the, the two qualifiers here is he says, when he says, don't repay evil, he says, don't repay anyone evil for evil. And and I think we would have qualifiers that well if it's this person who's doing this you know you know I we you know I just want to whatever I just want to slap them or I, I'll tell them off. He's saying be careful with it. And when I as I as I read through this and I look at where we are in our culture and what who Paul was writing to in his culture, we find that. Christians, once we've accepted Christ, and, 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 I'm, and I'm not trying to single them out, but I am saying that coming from the perspective of a Christian, because of what Christ did, we've been freed from what I call a self-preoccupation. And, and you look at humanity in general over the course of thousands of years. If you go back to when... Um, you know, in the Old Testament, when they're writing the Old Testament, they still believed, and even in, in, in Paul's day, they believed that that the world was the center of the universe and the sun went around the world. And so because we have this instinctive nature to put ourselves in the center of everything. And that's human nature. But but when we get saved, we we we're given Christ nature. And when we're given Christ's nature, God becomes the center of the universe. And when we start looking at God, and, and even you know, you, you go back to Matthew or Mark or Luke, and you look at the parable of uh, the Good Samaritan, Jesus is saying, whoa, 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 whoa. What's the most important, you know, somebody asked him, what's the most important commandment? Well, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, strength. And then he says, and your neighbor is yourself. And, and in, when you're reading in Luke, in Luke he says, the second one is just as important as the first. So you, you, you get this distinct realization that Jesus is saying, if you're not loving your neighbor, you can't be loving me. Yeah, and your neighbor is everyone. Everyone. Not your real neighbor who lives anyone, next door to you. <laughs> right, all. And so, so as, we're, as we're, you know, continuing to, Put layer after layer after layer on how does how do we become a part of of a godlike love that begins to bridge, you know, we're not gonna solve every problem. But we have if, if we can't reach people and communicate with people, they're never gonna know, let alone understand what we know and what we believe. And so and Paul sees this. He sees he he's seeing the division coming in the Roman Empire because of, you know, people are dying for Christ, literally dying. They, you know, you look at all the disciples, except John, are martyred. And so, and Paul knows that he's going to be martyred. But he also knows that we can't allow what they're doing to change how we speak or how we live. And so he says, don't repay evil for evil. And, and the way we do that is by putting on this, this I, I will call it a mindset of Christ. And it's allowing our mind and the way we think to change. 
And that can only happen by being led by him. We'll be talking about that put on, in the next section. Yeah, put on the mind of, of Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were created in the image of Christ, right? In the image of God. So, you know, putting on that mindset. Yeah, and it, and it, it is changing, fundamentally changing. Part of our nature and how we respond to people when someone says, you know, uh, when someone comes at you with their fist, you want to pick up a club. And when they have a, you got a club, they want a brick. And they get a brick, you want a sword. And they got a sword, you want to go. It, it never ends. You want to like, one up them all the time. Right. Oh, we want to repay <laughs> evil for evil. He's saying, not. Stop. Yep. That is not of me. Amen. Love it, Pastor Tim. Thank you so much. And Pastor is from Creekside Christian Church. So be sure to tune in to them, c34u.org. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to our Next Steps for Seniors program. Our topic this week is love over all, and we've been through a lot, and this week actually with the hurricane coming through, man, I have spent so much time praying, praying for our sweet seniors down there that need help, praying for students stuck on campus. I mean, there's so many things, uh, families maybe that didn't um, retreat. Oh, Lord, just put a hedge around every Mm -hmm. single one of them, every single one of them, quicken quicken our, our fire and police and our electricity, all, all the people that are working so hard to bring everything back to where we were. And man, doesn't it make you appreciate when the lights go on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we take for granted some of that stuff. So just continue to pray, uh, pray for people, especially safety, obviously. Uh, and, and we appreciate the opportunity and the privilege that we have to do that for others. They need us right now. They need us to intercede for them. And that's what we're here for. So, Pastor, we were talking about the image of Christ. Yes. Well, and, and, and putting on this mindset that mm-hmm. that, that helps us um, react and respond to people differently. And I think, you know, so much of what we're seeing in our culture right now that's leading this to so many of the problems that we're dealing with is it's it's not just what people are saying. It's how others are reacting. And so, you know, the 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 division gets more stark and the and the divide gets wider and wider and wider as we're responding in kind so if, you know when i when i say in kind of if someone says something mean you say something meaner you know it's just like your your mama jokes or whatever and just paul saying stop and what i love when you you look at what he's writing in romans 12 he also he he reiterates that in in some other letters and so if you if you have your bibles let's open them up and, and go to first thessalonians 5 and and you jump down to verse 15 and you you find uh paul saying almost the exact same thing but it's it's slightly clear because he's he's writing to another church and what what i like about this is he's writing to you know, all the believers in the Roman Empire and Romans, and then he's writing to this group of believers in this church in Thessalonica and First Thessalonians, and he says, make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong. He says, but always strive to do what is good for each other and everyone else. And we will live our lives drastically different if we begin to weigh 
how are my words going to affect this person and anyone who hears them? And it's not just how does it affect them? How does it affect my reputation? Or, or let's go one step further. If we say we're Christians, how does this affect the reputation of the church or of mm -hmm. God himself? And so when you, you, you see what Paul is writing here and, and the way that he writes it in 1 Thessalonians 5 is he, he gives a prohibition or a, you know, he says, here's something that you're not supposed to do followed by something that you should do. And, and what we're not supposed to do is answer anger with anger. And I'll, I'll be honest, uh, this, is this is hard for me. I'm stumbling over my words because I, I, I still have to work on this. And I realize that. So didn't your mother teach you that when you say something mean or bad about somebody, now you got to say something nice? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I'm sure she did. I just... You missed the memo. I, I wasn't listening very well. <laughs> but in, so it, it, the truth in what you see, uh, uh, you know, what I'm sure that's how you've taught your kids, which is why they're so awesome. You had to throw that in there. Yes, I did. <laughs> but... Here, he's, he's taking the whole church, all believers, and he's saying, it's time for us to take personal responsibility for our words. And, and not just our words, you know, when, when everything's going good. In particular, for our words when someone is, is coming at us, attacking us. And it's very difficult to do when someone says, you know, I don't agree with you. I don't like what you're saying or or that's a lie. And you know it's true. We, what we want to do, and, and we should, is defend. But we have to learn to defend in a way that is morally beautiful and honorable. And, and it, this requires an awful lot of thought. And, and you know, you, you look at what, what Paul writes and Jesus says, and you look, you have all of these different uh, instructions from the Bible where he says, be quick to hear and slow to speak. And, you know, we, I say it all the time, two ears, one, one mouth, mouth, listen twice as much as you speak, which is, this is difficult for me. It's, have, just, it's difficult for a lot of people. Right. But, and <laughs> I always say, well, I have two very small ears and one very large mouth. But when, when you, you look at how Christ responded so often when they were attacking him, he just didn't say anything. And, and I found this, that the greater your strength, the less you need to show it. And so what we have here is, is an undeniable grace and mercy that has changed the world forever. That God says, okay, this is yours. And, and the person that brought it, I'm putting his spirit in you, and I'm allowing you to adopt his mindset. So we, we operate, we should be, we were just talking about this, operating in the spirit, which is where we're going to land today, is, is allowing the Holy Spirit to really be what's guiding. And I know we're, we're going a little bit deep here, but if we're, as we approach a lot of these issues in life in order to try to quell so much of the, the, the dissent and the conflict and all that's going on around us. Let's, let's learn 
to not say so much. Let's learn to listen more. Let's not respond in anger when somebody is angry. Because, let's face it, the answer is already here. The resolve is already available, and the solution has already happened. But are we a part of the solution, or are we a part of the problem? And I, and I, I think sometimes the more harsh we get in our judgment of other people, the less they hear the truth we're speaking, which is why Paul says, mm, don't do that. Paul realized very early in his life. I, I think I would, I would venture to say that the death of Stephen followed Paul mentally and in his heart the rest of his life because he realized that harsh response to what I didn't agree with was wrong. Okay, you got to tell people what Paul did to Stephen because everybody might not know that. What Stephen was a, a he was one of the, the the new disciples, and so he, they brought in these these people to help the disciples because there was too much work for everybody to do. And here's this young guy who comes on. He was only a disciple for the Lord for maybe a few months, and he's you know the Holy Spirit is on him, power is following him, miracles. His preaching was on point. He was a great guy. And, and Paul was so angry with him that he, he got a group of guys together and they confronted Stephen and Stephen wouldn't denounce what he believed. So Paul told him, hey, here, I'll hold your coats. You stone him. And they killed him on with the spot. With stones, yes. Uh, many, many people throwing mm-hmm. stones at him. Yeah, and what, the what was Stephen's awful. What was Stephen's response? He prayed for him. Yep. He didn't yell at him. He, nev- he never threw a stone back. And I believe that that was part of what brought Paul to a place where he says, listen, that's, that's not how we do this. That's not how we, we gain uh, ground for the kingdom. And, and this is what I've learned, and this is what I want to, the next two sessions. When we allow God's word to work, we don't have to. But I think so often we're trying to make it do something that God says, uh, hang on. We want, we want God to conquer everything right now. That's what the disciples wanted. That's why everybody was shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna on Palm Sunday. Usher in your kingdom right now. Do it. Overthrow Rome. Didn't happen. No. A week later, he died. Three days later, he came back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the story's good, but the the... the this is the truth we have, and this is, this is the, the format and the protocol that God has set up. And so Paul is, the Holy Spirit is telling everybody right now, whoa, it's not going to get any better if we keep going at each other's throats, especially as Christians. So let's stop pushing so hard, and let's not answer anger for anger, evil for evil. Yeah, the scripture I'm getting right now is be still. Mm. And know that I am God. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he calmed the seas. Jesus was in the boat and he calmed the seas and he can calm us. He can calm our community. He can calm the United States. But we have to allow that. Mm-hmm. We have to open our hearts and our minds up to him and stop fighting so hard and look up instead of looking at each other. Because he has the answers, he does, and his and his way is always so profound. And you talk about moral, obvious. Beauty, it's obvious, moral beauty and honor is found in God. It's found in Christ. 
Mm-hmm. It's a great way to live. It is a great way to live. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Our topic today, Love Over All with Pastor Tim Helland. We'll be back in just a few moments. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Our topic today, Love Over All, with Pastor Tim Helland, and he is from Creekside Christian Church. Pastor, share your information. Yeah, we're we're, a little church here on the southeast corner of Rochester Hills at at the corner of DeQuinder and Auburn. And uh, our website, c3foryou.org, that's the letter C, the number four, the number three, the letter U.org. On there is all of our services, um, our social media, all the stuff that we do on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, um, our service times, classes. You know, we have programs that are going on. Love to have. If you don't have a church home, visit us. Get to know us. We'd love to get to know you. We see God doing great things. We're having a lot of fun. That's important. It is. It is. Well, you know, serve God and have fun. I think you can do both. <laughs> I think you can. If you're not, you're doing something wrong. That's exactly. what I say. <laughs> so our topic, in case you're just tuning in, uh, love overall is each and every month. Uh, we're really just trying to focus on, you know, what what is it we can do different? You know, we're struggling. We, the human flesh person, right? We want control. We want to make decisions on our own, and we're not doing a great job, just not going to lie. I mean, everything that's happening in our country today, it's it's scary. It's frightening, mm-hmm. and it's sad, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. Um, I, I got a word probably two years ago, uh, one nation under God, right? How about that? And that's kind of been my mantra since. I'm like, we need to get back to one nation under God. And if we keep taking God out of everything, how are we expecting to do that? as a country. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're here today. And that's why I invited Pastor Tim Helen to come onto this program and just share with our listeners. You know, we hear about a lot of things happening in the lives as we age for seniors, but to me, this is actually even more important. So that's why he's here today. So listeners, thank you um, for tuning in. Open your Bibles back up to First Thessalonians and I'll turn it back over to my pastor. Well, thank Tim. you. Thank you. Well, you know, as we, as we, continue to to look into this inner message in a bigger message that Paul gives us and we look at we look at this scripture you know don't repay evil for evil don't 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 answer anger for anger and you look at where we are in our culture as christians we can get really bound up and wound up with all of the, the things that are going on that we, we're like, oh, no, 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 that's not the way it's supposed to be. That we want to force God back into everyone. And Paul saw that then. He did. Now, you, you got to remember that when, when the church started, they weren't in a, 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 a democracy that had freedom. Not at all. They were, they were in a very totalitarian, oppressive community and culture. And so, so they, they were regularly dying for what they believe. So the conflicts that they were facing were much more stark than anything that we're facing. And so the stakes were higher and the, and the, the, the contrast and the conflicts were greater. And what does Paul say? Mm, stop. 
And they're like, stop, they're killing us. And he's like, you, you, we, we have to get to the place where we really realize that it's, our, it's not our human virtue. It's not, it's not because of how good I am that you're going to listen to something. It's because of how good God is. And, and if, if we take on human nature to defend God, we're backwards. And what we have to do is we have to take on Christ's nature to begin to defend humanity. <laughs> this is very difficult, but I'll tell you what, it's so effective. Because when, when you, you get into uh, a debate or an argument or whatever, whatever kind of conflict you're facing, and you don't go at it hard, you don't answer you know, anger for anger, you don't, you don't ratchet it up, and you, and you start giving them compliments, and you start saying, wow, um, how is your day going? It, it, the, the veracity of that conflict begins to, un- just, it just begins to melt away. It begins to unwind. The conflict starts to fall apart because what you're doing is you're injecting something that is morally beautiful and honorable, which means I know that you don't agree with me and I know that you're angry with me and I know that you don't like what I stand for, but I want you to know one thing. I care for you and mm-hmm. I care about you. And the reason I care about you and I care for you is because God does. Whether you believe him or not, he loves you. And, and, and this is, and it worked. When I mean, you look at this, Paul adopted this. Paul began to live this way. He's the most prolific writer in the New Testament. He planted church after church after church after church. And, 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 and let's not forget that he stoned Stephen. Yeah, right. That's how it started. Coming out of it. Yeah, he, was, he thought he was doing the right thing, and he changed because Stephen did not answer anger for anger. Now, what did it cost, cost Stephen? His life. His life. But the, the mindset, and I'll say this, to this day, Stephen is a beautiful name because of the morally beautiful and honorable way he died. Now, I'm not saying that all of us have to die. And Paul's life was changed. Oh, drastically. Now, the, 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 the greater part of Paul's life was changed by the work of Jesus Christ, but I believe, you know, when you as you read through Acts, it's right out of that event with Stephen, and and Paul came to a place where he realized this this isn't working, this isn't the right way, and I believe that we can come to that too, not just us as Christians, but us as a community, as a nation, and as a world, and um, you know, he he doesn't just end with by saying. Don't do evil for evil. He says, be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. Now, here's where the rub comes in. This is where, in this segment and the next segment, I really want to zero in on this. What does it mean to be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone? Because what, what do you do with some of these just ludicrous people that are doing crazy things? Are we supposed to be right in their eyes? Well, the, the operative word here is what is right. And so anybody who's on this earth that has breath was created by God. And therefore, by virtue of who created them and where they are, you look at John 3.16, who did God send his son for? Them. And so we need to see them the way he sees them, which is through eyes of love. 
and with with a compassion and with a a, 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 a heart a deep in our heart um, almost a yearning for them to know truth and it's not my truth it's God's truth and and this is where I I feel like I'm seeing it happen in in my world and in our little area of our community but when you when you stand for truth and you show truth in love, it penetrates gross darkness, deep hurts, and messed up lives. And it's not me doing it. It's God doing it. And we're, we're never at a place where someone is too far for God to reach them. I think you need to say that one more time. Yeah, I think we all need we to. We are know. never at a place that someone is too far for God to reach them. And, you know, Jesus at one point, he says, uh, how will they, how will they know unless they hear? And how will they hear unless we tell them? And listen, here's what Paul is saying. How are we going to tell them if we're fighting? If all we do is fight. And so I, I have learned and I, and I am saying that no matter how, messed up someone appears to be to me and or how far away from the center of life that I know as the center of life they are. Does it, they're, they're never outside the boundary or the reach of God. And, and if I'm here and they're here, there's a very strong chance that I'm here to, to reach them. But the only way I can reach them is with love. Yeah, is to is to approach them in a morally beautiful and honorable way. And this the 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 beauty and the honor of the morality is not my morality. I'm included in it, but it's it's being honorable to them too. And you say, well, "How can you honor somebody who's so messed up?" Well, what did Christ do for us? That's 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 ground zero of solving these conflicts. And you know, here we are going into October and we're just getting to it after all of these months of talking of how love conquers all. But folks, here it is. And basically, what is it? Stop fighting. Stop contending. It doesn't mean that you don't stand for the truth. It means that we stand for the truth in a way that is morally beautiful and honorable. Considering where somebody else is and how what I'm saying affects them. And, and yes, Absolutely. Love conquers all. And in, in a lesson, another lesson, I'm just going off of my lesson, my motherly lessons, but it's all in the delivery. Mm-hmm. It's all in how we communicate and articulate to people. And if you come across defensive, then you're going to be that way. But if you come across, like you said earlier, listen, I care about you. You start with that. Mm-hmm. I care about you and I love you. And then let's talk about this. You're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Stay tuned. We have more from Pastor Tim. This is Wendy Jones, and you're listening to The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400. Welcome back to Next Steps for Seniors. We're moving into our last segment with Pastor Tim Helland, and our topic today, Love Over All. And, you know, like we mentioned earlier in the in the previous segments, you know, these are programs that are building on each other from the beginning of the year. Uh, but if you're just tuning in, so rich and so much to learn. So I'm excited to to hear what more you have for us, Pastor Tim, as we move into this last. Well, segment. you know, as we as we 
wind up this this part of the series, and we're looking at, in particular, Romans twelve seventeen, and 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 Paul is saying, don't repay evil for evil. So that's the the prohibition. That's what's here's here's what's not to do, and he balances that with a command that says. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. And when you, you, you look at the translation of this from Greek to English, and there's a word in there that, that talks about any action which is good in the sense that it is divine in quality and character because this is, it's, it's something that God has created us to do. And, and it's something that really that only we can do. When I say only we, I mean you're, you're not going to see this from a squirrel or a fish or a plant. Because we are distinctly created in a very unique way where, where we are physical, we are relational, but you know, so many, there's a lot of animals that are, but we're spiritual. So we have body, we have soul, and we have spirit. And I believe that one of the greatest distinctions and one of the, what, what divides us as, as humanity is our understanding of who we really are and, and, or maybe even more importantly, whose. And so if, if ultimately I'm my own master and I'm the center of my own universe and I, you know, it's, it's all about just me and when, I'm, when I die, there's nothing left. Well, then how much value do we really have? But if we're truly a spirit being with a spirit future, which, you know, this is what the, the Bible preaches, this is what I believe, when it comes to being morally beautiful and honor, honorable, it's it's being careful to do what is right. So now we're talking about what is prompting us to do what we do. Are we responding to the angry words of someone? Or are we proactively reaching for them to bring them to truth? What matters most? Being right or them finding truth? And I think so often what happens is we're we're more interested in winning the argument than we are preserving the relationship. Exactly. And this is, and and Paul saw that happening 2,000 years ago. And we see it happening today. And and so so we have these, you have Romans 12, you have uh, 1 Corinthians 5, you have 2 Corinthians 8, you have all these great scriptures that are constantly pointing us to, to not being humanly reactive, driven by emotion, or logic, or whatever, whatever you say, you know, one of the buzzwords today is, well, that's your truth, my truth is different. Well, there's only one truth, by definition, there can only be one truth. And so, and it's not mine, and it's not yours, it's not anybody else's, it's God's, it's the creator. And so, we need to be aware of this third part of who we are, which is spirit, and be led by that. And I'll tell you, when, when, as, as we become aware of who we really are, especially when we become of who we really are in Christ, now we can, as we said in segment two, stop talking so much and start listening more. And I'll tell you, when you really begin to listen to what people are saying, and you listen to what, what God has said, which is what the Bible is all about. If you're not sure what God said, read the Bible. That's his word. Everything that God said is there. It's all we really need to know. And and when you start being directed and led by that, now we can fulfill that command, which is, and he starts, but he doesn't, it does, the command is not do what's right in the eyes of others. He says, be careful to do what is right. 
and and I and I love the qualifier there because we have to give forethought to it. We have it has to be a a proactive part of how we live. And and you know every morning when we wake up, being being able to to, to stop for a moment and say, okay, what is the day bringing? Who am I going to be with? How am I going to respond to them? And begin to pray, Lord, help me, direct me, lead me. Give me the words. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I, I love, give me the words to say. And even more importantly, perhaps, Lord, and this is what I have to pray. Help me not to say anything. Because sometimes the best thing for me to say is nothing. Especially if I'm, if I, if I'm grossly in disagreement with someone. My nature, my nature is to argue hard and win. But you see, the Christ nature is is to be careful in everything I say and in everything I do so that what I'm doing and saying is is morally beautiful and honorable. And, and, and I keep driving back to that because our morality comes from God. So what we're doing, it has to honor God. And winning isn't always everything. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You know... I didn't. We didn't go through it. We didn't go to it today. And we we think of all the martyrs, you know, then in the first century, and how oh my gosh, you know, the way that they all, you know, Stephen, and you just keep going through all these different guys, the way that Peter died and Paul died. People are being martyred today, and there 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 are so many people that are not contending with someone in anger, but they're saying, listen, this is what I believe. This is what I'm going to stand on. If it costs me my life, it costs me my life. And they die. And, and you know, there's a beautiful picture that happened just at the turn of, the, of this century, 2000s, of a family that was there. They, they ran, run a leper colony in a hospital in India. And, and three of the five were, were brutally murdered. But the two that were still there, the mom and the daughter, stayed in India, continued to do the mission and said, we're not leaving, we're not stopping, and we do love them. Now that... In spite of... In spite of mm-hmm. a husband and two brothers dying. And I'll tell you, that's a picture of moral beauty and, and moral you know, honor. And who are they honoring? They're honoring the very people that killed their brothers and their, and their dad or their husband. But, but we're not here. I'm not here for me. And I'm not here for my family. I, I mean, you are. I, I am, but by and large, I mean, the I'm here for the Lord. Whatever He wants me to do, that's what I'm here to do. Now He's given me a family, and they're serving the Lord, and that's awesome. But but if if it if it comes to a choice, it has to be God. And if it comes to a choice of what's more important, winning this honor, this this argument, or honoring God, and how do we honor God by being careful to do? What's right in their eyes. Now, I'm not saying that we have to do what they do and say what they say, but we have to honor who they are and see them as someone that was created by God in his image for his purposes. And then, you know, extend an olive branch, show love, reach out, compassion. That's what we talked about a few weeks ago. Having empathy, not just sympathy. Really getting down in a trench with someone and saying, okay, what is it that's hurting you? And, and actually allowing that to hurt me a little bit. And when we do that, all of a sudden now they can hear what it is we have to say. That's, 
right there. How love conquers everything. We have so much to learn and there's no better way than to find it in the Bible. And so I can't thank you enough, Pastor Tim, because this is exactly how change is going to start right, right here, right now. This is how change starts because it's how we're looking at these situations. And yeah, we all have something to learn from this. So thank you, God, for the book that you've given us, the Bible. Thank you, Tim, for, for bringing it to life. Well, and you know, as I was, as I was preparing this and as I was praying this morning, getting ready to come over here, for the listeners, when I look at what you've done, and I knew you when we were doing nursing homes back in the early 25 2000s. years yeah. ago, <laughs> but all of a sudden I'm watching what you do. And so, and we're, we're doing nursing homes stuff. We do ministry and folks, these seniors need companions. They need people to come in and just sit with them and listen to them, read to them, talk to them. I mean, some people, I can't, I'll tell you two things will happen. Number one, it will change their day. Even if they're in memory care, something happens inside them. They, they know that mm-hmm. that day was different. Yep. But here's what the even greater change. Something changes in us. Amen. And, and get a hold of next steps and let them know how you can be involved, whether through giving or becoming a Volunteer. companion. Mm-hmm. This is a great ministry and I support it. And 100%. we and we need and we need you listeners. We really do. I think if we all could gather together, we can make a difference in the lives of so many people. Mm-hmm. So thank you for tuning in. WDTK FM 101.5 AM 1400 and go bless someone today. You've been listening to this week's edition of Next Steps for Seniors with your host, Wendy Jones. You can reach Wendy with any questions you have at area 248-651-5010. That's 248-651-5010. Join us again next week as Wendy provides more information and resources for those important next steps for your elderly parent or loved one. The preceding program was sponsored by Next Steps for Seniors Foundation. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.